What's up, y'all? Let's do this. Welcome to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host, and today, guys, I wanted to talk about the crime wave that is going on in this country, especially under the Democrat and the leftist like agenda that's going on that is pro criminal and soft on crime that's going on. And I got a bunch of other stories I want to talk about to you today. But before we go any further, guys, if you guys love Nikki's World so much. Seriously, guys, can y'all please consider donating a cup of coffee for me? Because for the price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I am on Locals, guys, if you guys want to support and sponsor this podcast show. If you guys love Nikki's World so much... Please hit that like, subscribe, please give me a review, good, bad, and the ugly. Also, guys, I do have affiliate links, and I do have a new affiliate link I will talk about in a bit. So if you guys want to support Nikki's World through my affiliate links, links in the description below. And finally, guys, before we get this show underway, guys, if you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World... Please feel free to share this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Woo-wee, guys. Woo-wee. Yeah, we got through that. And also, before we get the show going, guys, I want to talk a few minutes about this new new affiliate link I have. It's, it's by Amazon called Audible, guys, because Audible has my podcast show up there. And I am now affiliated with Audible. So if you guys want to try Audible and Audible, like Audible books, I will post like Audible books and then and the bestseller ones on every on every podcast show. So if you guys want to take a look at it, guys, the links in the description below. 
And if you guys want to support me and sign up on Audible and listen to my podcast show on Audible, links in the description below as well, guys. So I implore you guys to, to try Audible. And if you guys want to listen to my podcast show on Audible, it's in there as well, too, okay? So let's get this show on the road today, guys. Let's really, guys, let's really, really, really get the show on the road, okay? Two articles coming out of the two articles coming out of NBC News Connecticut and the New York Post. And this happened over over last week in Rocky Hill, Connecticut, where a homeowner was being robbed right in front of his home, okay, by four guys, okay? It seems to me, guys, this is a prime example of the crime wave that is going on in this country, okay? You have Democrat legislators at the state level, okay, and at the judicial level who are pro-criminal, soft on crime, hard on law-abiding citizens because they've been brought out by George Soros and the Black Lives Matter movement who wanted to be soft on crime, who wanted to defund the police movement, who wanted to punish law-abiding citizens who defended themselves. This is the result of what you get for voting for these issues. Now, what happened to this homeowner in Rock Hill, Connecticut, is an example of why Connecticut's a state where you can't defend yourself, even if it's on your own property. And if you try to defend yourself and shoot one of these four perpetrators, you know right off the back, and, and I know this, in the state of Connecticut, the, the district attorney or the state's attorney general would come down on your ass and literally ruin your life and have you thrown in prison instead of the criminals that they're supposed to throw in because now you got lawmakers who are coddling these criminals by either lightening like like a lightening up their prison sentences or basically like reducing the penalties for certain crimes because they because they like wanted to be on all this feel good oh because most of these people who commit these crimes are minorities that's their problem right there guys people who vote progressive democrat or democrat or far left liberal this is what you get you get criminals who are so coddled in the system that it's not even funny anymore it isn't I've seen, for example, I've seen, for example, like this, like people committing so, like so many, like crimes that the, that, that like all the judge does is just slap them on the wrist, and and they walk out instead of instead of doing time like they're supposed to. The problem is, guys, you have far left activists who are basically neutering. Law enforcement, the court system, the legal system, and the legislative system. And the fifth one, the prison system. The left is neutering these these crimes because they wanted to jump on this, oh, social justice warrior activism mentality. 
And then you have law-abiding citizens who don't want who don't want crime to show up on their doorstep. You can't defend yourself. According to the left, you have to take the beating like everybody else. And then if you're a white person who defends yourself, you you're you're you're, you're more likely going to get arrested and prosecuted by these far-left Soros-backed prosecutors. The fact of the matter is, crime is going up thanks to progressive Democrats who basically can't even rub two brain cells together to get a common sense. Yeah, they can't. And in fact, guys, these are the people who can't even think for themselves. They, they can't. And believe me, guys. And believe me, crime is going up so much that people are resorting to defending themselves, either carrying a knife, baseball bat, baton, or even a gun. They, they have no choice because the court system won't do their job, won't enforce the laws, because here's the thing. You have police officers who have their hands tied while enforcing the law. Because the, because the left has basically handcuffed law enforcement, handcuffed the court system, handcuffed the prison system from actually doing their damn job. And that's the problem in this country. That's why you got people right now who want to protect themselves, want to defend themselves. But in doing so, you risk going to jail for defending them, for defending yourself in a self-defense incident, even though you weren't the vi- you were you're the victim, but they're protecting the criminal. This is why, guys. This is why I look at I look at stories like this, like what happened in Rocky Hill, where the guy's car got broken into and and he had to fight off four guys. Trust me. Trust me, I'm a strong advocate for the Second Amendment. I'm a strong advocate for stand your ground. I'm a strong advocate of basically the castle doctrine. Okay? I'm, I'm a strong advocate for that. But the problem is, the left, if you, in, 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 in this case in Rocky Hill, if, he sh- if that homeowner shot those four people in self-defense, I guarantee you that the prosecutor in Connecticut would come down hard on the on, on, on the homeowner instead of the criminals. Because I'll bet you the prosecutor was brought off by George Soros, was brought off by progressive Democrats, and he's and he or she is probably so soft on crime that he's probably letting half the criminals get away scot-free or off like with a slap on the wrist or nope you're getting probation instead of going to prison like you're supposed to that's the problem we have in this country and and what happened in Rocky Hill Connecticut is an example of what's going on in the large in the larger context of this country it's the fact that you have people who who on the left who are so who, who are coddling these criminals instead of holding them accountable. The, that's, why, that's why accountability has lost its train of thought, has lost all meaning. 
accountability means nothing anymore. It's like in in the left, Democrat and liberals and socialist communist eyes, the word accountability and personal responsibility mean nothing to these people. They were never, and, and I'll bet you this, they were never taught accountability and personal responsibility. They were never taught that. They were never taught on how to be held accountable and how to be responsible for things because they were probably more likely taught by their leftist school teachers and leftist professors that, oh, you don't have to be held accountable for your actions. That's that's society's problem. That's the problem. You got leftists who are coddling these criminals that the only way that it's ever going to hit home to them that it personally happens in their neighborhood, that it personally happens in their block that they live on, that they that it happens in their like what upper class community, their upper class neighborhood, their upper upper class well manicured like downtown center of town and all that with their well manicured schools. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. The left does not know what the word responsibility and accountability means. They just throw that out the window and they think that, oh, oh, we have to be nice to these people because they're all on their social justice, warrior, activism, BOM mentality bullshit. It is. It is. And I feel sorry for that homeowner in Rocky Hill and... I do know the EMS crews that had to pick him up and take him to the hospital. I mean, seriously, man. Seriously, man. If I were that if I were that homeowner, I would start looking at getting getting your pistol permit. I would start looking at buying a gun to protect yourself. And if you can't buy a gun, whether you live in a blue state like Connecticut, which has the most restrictive gun ownership laws in the state of Connecticut I would say look for self-defense weapons like say pepper ball or or taser or even burner burner is coming out with with less than lethal options that you can protect yourself and burner has what they call it's like a pepper ball gun but it fires like .68 .68 caliber balls that have what like ocean spray and it has a and they have this one called the Max one which has the like a combination of tear gas and and pepper and pepper spray which combination in an M2 would would be like nah I'm done with the fight it would take the fight out of anyone within an instant I'm a big proponent of that and if burner's listening if you guys want me to do a review of your product on my podcast show, send me one and I will and I will test fire it and do a review of it. I'll do a I'll do a review on the podcast show for it, okay? But for me, I'm a big advocate. I'm a big strong advocate of of self-defense and basically the second amendment. But in this case in Rocky Hill is a prime example, ladies and gentlemen. Of why the Second Amendment applies, why you should you should you should have something 
to protect yourself. Whether it's a knife, a, a baseball bat, a baton, or even a gun, or even a less than lethal gun, like say a taser, a pepper spray, or pepper ball gun, or a burner, should have something at the bare minimum. Because now, now you got like criminals who are so in emboldened and brazen just to get away with breaking the law because you know that they they vote Democrat and they vote and Democrats vote in what progressive leftist leaning prosecutors judges and legislators who who are so soft on crime that they don't realize that it's hurting them as opposed to everyone else and it's hurting the very same people in the towns that they live in. But the sad fact is these Democrat elitists who continue who continue to to vote for things that they think that are doing good, but the problem is it's not it, it they think that it's doing good in their hometown, but not in the towns where minorities live. So what happened in Rocky Hill, Connecticut, guys? And I've talked about this amongst my friends, and we were like shocked that it happened. That that like I'll give you I'll give you the geographical like lesson here. Rocky Hill is a suburban is like a suburban town. Okay, it is basically smacked in the middle between Hartford and Middletown. Okay. And Weathersfield acts like a barrier between like Rocky Hill and and Hartford, okay? So for the for the, for the life of me guys, I never understand why it happened, but it happened. And to me, it's because leftist Democrats and progressive Democrats who have become so pro-criminal that it basically astounds me how these people can continue to vote Democrat and still allow this to happen. Okay. Now for me, yes, I am I am like tough on crime. I believe the the punishment should fit the crime. And these and and probably these teens who committed this crime probably will will, will more likely not end up doing Hard time in prison. Instead, they'll be coddled by leftist judges, leftist prosecutors, and leftist like legislators who will say, "Oh no, you shouldn't go tough on these people. You should, you should like let them off on this, or maybe they need counseling, or maybe they need like therapy." No, dude, they need a reality check, and they need to do some hard time. Okay, because I tell you this, some of these probably criminals probably are probably come from single family homes, probably come from rundown neighborhoods that didn't have opportunities or didn't have role models that probably didn't guide them in the right path and probably told them, probably didn't tell them the the scared straight reality that if you're going to do this and this and this. Then you're going to face this and this and this, whether you like it or not. 
And that's and that's a sad reality here. And that's that's a sad reality because you got like crime spiral spiraling out of control. But then you have leftists who are like, oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. Because they're all on this social justice warrior crap and their climate change crap. And then their LGBTQPS crap. Yeah. And that and that's and that's the and that's the bottom line with it. And that's what that's what you see what the left is all all about these days. They're all about like, oh, catering to the most like endangered minority. Mm-hmm. Instead of like basically enforcing the rule of law like like everyone else. Yeah. On top of that, guys, I want to talk about like another example of crime of of the crime wave going up. Okay, I want to talk about this, man. If you if you see what happened in Chicago and and in in Compton, California, you got like thugs in these inner cities. Okay. Who are all being run by Democrats? Who are running this their their cities like a prison colony, where the inmates are are running the asylum? You, this is this is another example, guys, of leftist policies who are catering to criminals and leaving legal. Law-abiding citizens left defended for themselves. I mean, if a legal law-abiding citizen took matters into their own hands and defended themselves, you know nine times out of ten, these leftist prosecutors will come after them with everything. Because you know why? Because you dared to stand up. You dared to stand up against their, like... Their favorite protected class, which is what criminals and uh, gender ideology cult. Yeah. And that's why, guys, that's why it's like this. I feel sorry for citizens who have to face these leftist DAs because let's face it. If you if I had to defend myself in any self self-defense incident. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I know I will never get a fair shake because I know the leftist media will dig up every 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 single shit and every single crappy dirt on me. And then and then and then you'll have the leftist media, the liberal pundits and all that. They'll they'll probably say, Oh yeah, this and this and this and this. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. But that's why that's why it's like this. That's why it's like this. One way to clean up this country, get rid of liberal Democrats. Get rid of any Democrat who's associated with George Soros and ban them from running for office. Pretty much. Pretty much. I would drop Rico right on these leftist Democrats and say, well, you, 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 because you're so pro-criminal, and I know you you took money from George Soros. Maybe it's time we need to take you out of office. Yeah. 
That's what we need to do, man. And on top of that, guys, on top of that, and I said this earlier, people need to learn to defend themselves. Because, because I'm telling you this, you're, you're not getting any protection from, from the government, from the legal system, because the legal system is all brought up by the left. So there's no way you're getting protected. There's no way. And I'm telling you this right now. If you look at these same stories, like in Compton, right, and then in Chicago, after, like, that, like where you have a huge mob of teens running wild in, in that town, yep, and then you got ones in Compton where you have a mob of 100-plus looters swarming and ransacking in Compton gas stations, it's just that the thing is, the left doesn't want to punish these kids because you know why? They're future Democrat voters. They're future hardcore leftists and future BLM members. That's why That's why the left ain't, ain't punishing them. Now, if it was a conservative, oh, you know they would be, they would be tough on crime. They would be after them like no tomorrow. They would literally be hunting these thugs and throwing them in prison and throwing the goddamn book at them. They would be throwing the book at them so hard that it ain't even fucking funny. It ain't, guys. Because I'm telling you this right now, guys. I'm telling you this right now. The way the, way the left is... Being so pro-criminal and coddling criminals is that you know they hate your guts. You know they would rather coddle and, and pander to criminals than law-abiding citizens. Because you know why? The left hates self-defense. The left hates it when you defend them, defend yourselves. And the left hates it when you have a right to stand up for yourself. The left hates that. They pretty much do, guys. They hate, they hate, they hate people like you and me, who, who stand up for ourselves. They really do. And yeah, they really hate people like you and me, who basically can, can legally carry a gun and legally defend ourselves in any self-defense incident. They really do. And that's why I've said this before earlier in the podcast show. People need to start learning to arm themselves and protect yourselves. Because if you got a mob like this coming at you while you're gas gassing your car or SUV at the pump and you have nothing to defend yourself, I'm gonna just say it like this. That's on you. That's that's your fault. That that is your that is your fault. And you and you should and you should you should get whatever's coming at you because you didn't prepare, you didn't defend yourself, and you didn't you didn't take the proper precautions. Because I tell you this, if I had a mob like that that came at me, oh, I would be whipping out that AR-15, that that nine millimeter pistol, and oh yeah, I would I would I would defend myself. Because I, I, here's an old saying, I'd rather be judged by 12 than be carried by 6. 
I'd rather be judged by by a jury of my peers than to be carried by six people to to the cryogenic facility. Because that's how I look at it, guys. That's how I look at it. Because the way I look at it like this, guys, with 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 Democrats being so pro-criminal and letting mobs of of like minorities, which basically are black people and black teens, run wild, ransacking like stores, like basically cleaning out like stores, looting stores, burning cities and downtowns to the ground. I tell you this. This is why people should learn to defend themselves. Neighbors should band together and form their own militias because you know why? Law enforcement's been brought off by the left and Democrats because they're all, they're, because the law enforcement that we that we have now is probably most likely brought off by by lefty politicians and lefty judges and prosecutors. That's why people need to have their own their own law enforcement, or as they call it, the people's law enforcement, which could be what the sheriff's department. Or which what could be their own militia, which I am all for, because I'm all for neighbors having their own militia to protect their own neighborhood. Because we all know law enforcement ain't gonna do jack shit. They ain't gonna do do crap. It's it's why people should have people should band together and have their own like. Have their own militia that protects their neighborhoods, that watches their neighborhood like a hawk, and make sure that people who don't belong in the neighborhood get run out. I I believe I, I believe like neighbors should arm themselves and protect their neighborhoods. You know what I mean? That's why I believe in what the neighborhood watch program. That neighbors watch for watch their neighbor if they see something that they. That does that doesn't look normal in the neighborhood. They either phone the cops, or if they phone the cops, they videotape it at the same time. Pretty much, pretty much, guys. Pretty much. Oh yeah. But anyway, guys, I want to talk about this article from Redux, okay, which is a feminist news and opinion site. And the headline of the article is like this. Gun-toting trans activists fired from job with the Colorado Forcers following viral video. Well, if y'all know what happened was, if y'all know like this, last month they had that shooting where that, like, uh, that, that TIFF, that trans-identified female who shot and killed six people, including herself, or, well, she was shot by the police officers, okay? But what happened was, after the shooting, you had trans terrorists who went on Twitter, social media, brandishing their weapons, including, like, their AR-15s, and including their handguns, you know? And then including, like, their, their knives and all that. What happened was this one, this one trans terrorist, okay, by the username of, I believe, his fake name, Kayla Dank Danker, 
which probably was is what his his porno name, you know, but his real name is Adam Denker. Okay, so Adam like went on Twitter brandishing his AR-15 and brandishing like saying that he was going to defend himself against like what terse or or feminists or lesbians who don't call him a woman. So it seems to me that that like people got smart, went to his employer and told him he was doing this. Next thing you know, which is on the article today, he got fired from his job. Which which was the fact that he was inciting violence and basically organizing terrorism. To me, ladies and gentlemen, these people should not be allowed to own a gun. If you're a transgender person, by federal and state law, you should not be allowed to own a gun, period. That is, that is, that is like right there, period. If you are transgender and you own a gun, you're already a criminal. You already are. Because you know why? I'm going to tell you why. Under the Gun Control Act of 1968, which was a federal law, which is a federal law, okay? The Gun Control Act in has a section called Prohibited Persons. And Section 4 of the Gun Control Act said, and, I, and I've quote this for verbatim, okay? It shall be unlawful for any person to sell or otherwise dispose of any firearm or ammunition to any person knowing or having reasonable cause to believe that such person, and in paragraph 4, has been adjudicated as mentally defective or have been committed to any mental institution. Basically, the law that was written in, in 1968, okay, and this on top of the Brady Handgun Violence Protection Prevention Act, which was written in 1993, guys, it has a provision, okay, that it that if you have been adjudicated as as mentally defective or committed to a mental institution by by federal law, you are not allowed to own a gun. How I know this too, I'm a gun owner myself. I have a pistol permit, okay? I have a card from the state of Connecticut that says I'm allowed to carry a pistol. Because I've passed all the background checks, including including the local police, the Connecticut State Police, and the FBI background check. I've passed all those, okay? So, knowing the law, if your name hits on local, state, or federal law enforcement, including the FBI, including the ATF... Because once they do those federal background checks for you to own a gun, they go, they hit through everything. They hit through the FBI, the NSA, and the ATF to make sure that you're not 
you're not your your name's not known on any system. Knowing that, if your name pops up on the feds for any reason, that's grounds alone for you not to own a gun. They would just send it back to the state and say, "Sorry, I can't. I can't sign off on on this person owning a gun." And the state would have to turn around and say, "I'm sorry, the feds can't give their blessing on you." Yeah. So for the life of me, how the fuck did do these trans terrorist activists? Are allowed to own a gun, knowing that they are flaunting federal law. Okay, they are flaunting the Gun Control Act of 1968. Okay, because under that section of the Gun Control Act of 1968, if you and this was written in a time where they thought that if you had a mental defective, which meant that trans is considered a mental disease. Or mental illness in the eyes of the law that was written in 1968. So, under the law, and that law is still on the books today, ladies and gentlemen. It is still on the books. That you cannot own a gun. Regardless if you claim you're trans, you identify as this and this, you call yourself this and this. But, believe me. You can't own you you can't own a gun. Now this guy Adam Denker, who made a name for himself and garnered attention on Newsweek and Daily Mail, you have to ask yourself this question. How the fuck was he allowed to own a gun knowing that he 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 identifies himself as a Tim, a trans identified male, male terrorist. Okay? And he and and he has an AR-15, which to me, the ATF should be going to his house right now and possibly arresting him for violating the Gun Control Act of 1968 and should be ripping all the guns away from him. Don't matter if he identifies as trans. But under the law that is currently written, he cannot have a gun because he's a prohibited possessor due to his mental illness. I'm just saying there, I'm just saying because the Gun Control Act of 1968 and the 1993 Brady Handgun Prevention Act would prevent any transgender person from legally owning and possessing a gun. It would basically bar them, and it would basically ban them from ever owning a gun. It would, guys. And believe me, guys, believe me. Believe me. I know there are states out there in the United States that restrict gun ownership if you have a mental illness. And and there, and the definition of mental illness can vary from state to state. Okay? But the central theme is is that under DSM, 
they consider transgender transsexualism to be a mental illness. As a result, ladies and gentlemen, under the eyes of the federal government and under the eyes of states, that bars you from legally owning a gun. That bars you from legally possessing a handgun or a rifle. That really does. And for him, for him to, to say, oh, he has a right, he has a right. I don't think so, dude. The law's already written as it is. And uh, for him to own a gun, if someone wanted to make an issue out of it, maybe they should report all those like gun-toting trans activist terrorists to the ATF. To the, to the Bureau of Alcohol and Tobacco Firearms, and even to the FBI, saying, hey, look, you have these trans activists or these trans terrorists who are brandishing guns on Twitter, on Facebook, on social media, and flaunting the, the Gun Control Act of 1968 and flaunting the 1993 Brady Handgun Violence Protection Prevention Act. They literally are. If they wanted to make it an issue, they would in a fucking heartbeat. They would, guys. They would. They they really would. And I would make it an issue too because I'd go like this. They're violating the they're violating federal law. They're violating the, the very law that's used to prevent people from from owning a gun if you're a prohibited possessor. Yeah. And and this is and this is the thing guys. When you go for your pistol permit, you have to know these laws. That's why before they ever give you that that card that says you can own a gun, you can own an AR15, you ha you have to be signed off that says that you were well informed of the law, you were well informed of the the local state or local county state and federal law. And if you and if you didn't own it and all of a sudden you decide to flaunt it, shame on you. You should face the consequences. You should you should have your guns seized from you and your right to own a gun taken away from you. Period. You should. But the fact is, guys, you got these far left trans trans terrorists. Who are being protected by Democrats and the Pino administration. And they're probably like going, oh no, they're no threat. They, they, they can own a gun. But then you have that. What happened in what? Denver, Colorado Springs, Nashville, Aberdeen. And then now Colorado Springs again. With five trans terrorists. Yeah, to me, that should be the reason why they that these people should not be allowed to own a gun, regardless of what people think, say, or believe. But that's the law that's written. <laughs> that's the federal law under the federal under the federal Gun Control Act of nineteen sixty eight. That's what it's written. <laughs> okay, that's what it is, and I'm telling you. 
the law's the law, whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, guys. Anyway, anyway, I want to talk about I want to talk about this article from like the reclaimthenet.org. And trust me, guys, this new law that is coming that that they're proposing at the federal level called the Restrict Act. I'm telling you this will make the Patriot Act look pale in comparison. I oppose the Restrict Act because it will basically usher a new era of censorship. It will make it will make the Chinese level of censorship look pale. It will, guys. It it pretty much will, guys. Because I'm telling you this right now. I'm telling you this right now. The Restrict Act will make freedom of speech a thing of the past. Will make it will make it history. Because they will they will they will say like this. Well, under national security, we have to make sure that you don't do this and this and this and this. Okay? And here's here's how and here's the gist of this. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this per, verbatim from the article. The bill authorizes the Secretary of Commerce to review and prohibit current, past, and potential future transactions involving technology, products, or services with more than 1 million U.S.-based annual active users that, that, quote, are deemed to pose an undue or an unacceptable risk in various areas, such as national security and election interference, involves anyone determined to be owned, directed, or controlled by a foreign adversary, a term that can currently be applied to China, Cuba, Iran, North Korea, Russia, and Venezuela, but can be extended to other nations by the Secretary. Basically, guys, the Restrict Act makes the Chinese censorship look pale. It would it would make the censors in China giddy at the level that they that the that the left wants to push in this country. Pretty much, guys, the Restrict Act would make would would basically ban freedom of speech online. Would ban your right to speak freely. It would fly in the face of of the First Amendment and the Constitution, which include which includes freedom of speech and freedom of the press. This law, this law that the that the that the feds want to propose should be thrown out the door and shredded. It should be. It should be shredded with every fucking fiber of my body. Because I'm telling you this right now. If they if they enact this law, I'ma say this on the podcast show. How fast do you think? People are willing to learn how to use PGP, how to use encryption, how to use like uh, privacy methods. Because I'm telling you this right now. I am telling you this right now. The second that that this law gets enacted, you're going to see a boom in an encryption and in VPN services like virtual private networks. Okay. And you're going to see a boom 
in people investing heavily in an encryption technology, PGP, or encrypting their files, encrypting their hard drives, you know, or learning how to do like PGP encryption or learning the ways of Edward Snowden. Because I'm telling you this right now, this law is basically illegal and I oppose it on the grounds that it violates the First Amendment rights of the Constitution and it violates the Bill of Rights, which includes freedom of speech and freedom of the press. Basically, the Pino wants to impose this law because he wants to silence conservatives and anyone who he deems as a threat to him, to him, to him, to his, to his like a criminal organization and to his political party. Yeah, that's that's what he wants to do with the Restrict Act. And to me, that should be that should be thrown out in less than five seconds. That should be shoved out the window. That should be shredded. Before it even ever hits 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 the floor or hits the committee, that should have been shredded on on arrival. That should have been that that should have been because I'm telling you this, guys, that that technically is illegal. That technically is criminal, and to me, that is a violation of federal law right there. That is clearly a violation of, of like federal law, you know. So I'll say this like this: if this law ever comes into force, you'll see me like like encrypting all my communications, all my emails, all my texts, and all my what you call like internet posts and all that. Because you know why. I believe in the Constitution. I believe in the First Amendment right. I believe in, in the freedom of speech and freedom of the press and the right to speak freely. I believe in all that stuff. I believe in the Constitution. There's a thing called the Constitution out there, and that's something the left is trying to shred in this country. But you know what? I'll fight tooth and nail to the last dying breath for the, for the rights of everyone in this country. I, I will. Anyway, before we go, guys, I want to talk about what's been happening with me. As you all know, I got let go of FedEx in the first week of, like, April because I reported to them that someone was bullying me at work. And as a result, they did their investigation. So instead of protecting me, the the person who got bullied, they protected the bully and got rid of me by making up a story that oh you were you were doing this and this and this and this and that's they used that excuse just to get rid of me to protect the bully. So now I'm struggling to find work. I'm struggling to find a job in this country because I know that not a lot of places want someone who who's been bounced around from job to job, you know. I never had a career like everyone else. I never had 
a, a, a stable career, a stable job for more than a year. I never did. It's like I've always struggled to find a stable job, to find a stable career or a job that basically treated me like a person and not like shit and not like trash. Yeah. So now I'm like in the, in the hunt for looking for a job. I'm in the hunt trying to find a job, trying to find like stable employment. I'm trying to find stable work and it's been very stressful and difficult. It has. It's been it's been very depressing trying to find find a job. Especially in a blue state like Connecticut where jobs are hard to come by. Where jobs are very difficult. Good paying jobs are hard to come by. And where the only way I'm ever going to find a good stable paying job is if I move to a to a nat- to like a free state like New Hampshire or or a state like Massachusetts where they're booming and expanding. So that's why I'm having that hard time trying to find that job. I'm trying to f- have a hard time trying to find stable employment, especially in in progressive state of Connecticut where the cost of living so jacked up so sky high. And I know it's being tough. It's, it's tough. And the one thing I want to talk about this also, guys, I have an upcoming photo shoot, a boudoir photo shoot, where I do like photo shoot my lingerie and nude. And I know I don't ask this of my listeners. If you guys want to sponsor me for my boudoir photo shoot and if you guys can drop drop a donation you know like a cash donation like say say like a like like a 100 or like a like like any amount because my next photo shoot i have to pay 500 dollars for it so if you guys want to drop a donation on it let me know guys because i will I will give you guys a sneak peek into the photo shoot if you guys drop drop a donation and I will let you guys have I will let you guys see a sneak peek in a risque photo shoots, including including nude ones. So I will offer that as well. All right. So if you guys are interested, please drop please drop a donation to me. I will. Just send me an email and I will send you my my Venmo and where you can donate. OK. And other than that, I just want to say is like this. My last photo shoot last weekend was great and awesome. Although the one thing I learned from that is come prepared, have outfits ready that you want to go. Instead of one outfit, I should have had like two, three, you know. But that's a lesson I learned. And my next photo shoot, I will make sure I have at least the outfits that are required. And if anybody has any outfit ideas for my uh, next photo shoot, let me know, guys. Drop a, a line or like drop a line, drop a comment or send me an email directly. 
you know, I'm always open to ideas for photo shoots. Okay, and then I could always bring that up with my uh, photographers that I work with. All right. And if you guys want any special photos of the photo shoot, let me know. Drop me a donation and I will now approach it with my photographer to see if we can work it for you and we'll make it a special one for you. All right. So anyway, guys. I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I will see y'all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon. Bye for now.